Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 41 of the Playing the Hand You Dealt podcast. Similar to last week, Janelle is back joining me again. Say hi, Janelle. What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Yeah, me too. And we're happy that you're here listening to this episode. If you like it, make sure to share it, okay? <laughs> okay. So this episode, we're glad to have a productivity episode. And it's going to be very similar to our last episode, which was lifestyle-based. It was how a good average of people around you can push you and motivate you to be better as opposed to the bad average. And we talk about our experiences and uh, our thoughts on that. And now we are going to talk about how to use social media as a tool rather than a distraction. And I feel like this is going to be very relevant to almost everyone listening because chances are you're on social media, what, at least an hour a day? Most of us, right? So the popularity and regular consumption of, of social media has definitely taken over our lives, whether we like it or not. And the big question we want to ask all of you is, what are you guys doing with it? What are you doing with your social media? You know, just like the saying, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. It's definitely same the same with social media. You know, you're the product of what you consume. Yeah, that's definitely true. And if you think about it, like you said, it's become a regular consumption. A lot of us spend, I know there's people that spend at least five hours a day on on social media. So sometimes you're spending more time on social media than you do with your actual friends and family. And in a sense, that's still who you're choosing to hang around socially and like watch into their lives. And like you said, what you consume. Yeah, uh, one thing I immediately thought of just right now, because I'm so smart and everything. (laughs) Yeah, sure, if you tell yourself so. (laughs) As a young lad, when you're raised, you're surrounded by family, surrounded by your environment. And that's how, that, that's what shapes your, your thinking, you know, your attitude, your personality, who you are and how you conduct yourself in the world. So with social media being very, I would say, easily accessible to the young Mm -hmm. generation. young lad. Yeah. (laughs) Other young lads out there. They're very much influenced by social media, just as they were for us when we were surrounded by, you know, biking outside and with family. For those people that are a lot younger than us, you know, they are going to become what they see. And I think... Some people or a lot of people may not even realize that. Like you said, it's so accessible. It's so easy to just pick up your phone, open Instagram and watch for 10 minutes that you may not realize that what you're watching and listening to really plays a part into what you believe, what you value and what you're thinking as well. So let's talk about how to use it to benefit yourself, how to use it as a tool, not a distraction, not a deterrent to a better you and... How to use it effectively, ultimately. Yeah. So we have a few strategies. Uh, We want to talk about the algorithm. And then we want to talk about the people that we know uh, when we talk about social media. So breaking it up, let's first talk about strategies for using social media as a tool. And I think one thing immediately that I think we both understand now maybe not before but we definitely understand now is to follow and to show interest on these apps 
on things you like and things you want to learn. Uh, if you're interested in golfing, you know, follow a bunch of golf things. Right. This is this is very obvious, but uh, I think having more exposure to things you want, things you learn can definitely. I think that's where social media definitely shines. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I haven't used Twitter in years because I found it like pointless. I didn't need to use it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I recently just started using it again because I'm learning NFTs. And a lot of the NFT community, they use Twitter to uh, socialize with each other, to learn more from each other, and to just be a community as a whole. Mm-hmm. So now I use Twitter, but I no longer use it as like a random thing to just rant. I used to do that yeah, all the time. Like, yo, I feel dumb as fuck right now. Or like just something random, right? Uh-huh. But now I use it. I follow so many people that are into NFTs. I u- I'm using it as a way to learn, to see what the community is like, to see the different art, and to just really be a part of the community. And I'm, I think it's more effective for me right now. Yeah. So more than just follow the things you like and the things you want to learn, it also is go to the platforms that have those and are popular. Yeah. Like, I never thought I would use Twitter again. But when I found out that's what this NFT community is doing, I was like, uh, I'm in. It's the same app, but a different you, a different purpose, yeah. a different... Uh, it's a tool now. Yeah. Rather than a... Than a... Uh, a megaphone to the world. An outlet for <laughs> telling all my feelings to everybody for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely understand, because that's all everyone, anyone used Twitter yeah, for Yeah, it's before. so stupid. <laughs> all right. So next thing is value, value, value. Uh, there's a lot of value to be obtained from social media. A recipe book, a, you know, a summary for, uh, important, like, dates. There is, it, it's a great visual tool for learning things if you can make it work for you. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, instead of reading a cookbook, now there's an awesome video you can learn. So it's all about finding and understanding that social media, you can learn a lot. Yeah. It can make you very stupid, but you <laughs> can, can learn a lot. <laughs> it really just depends on how you choose to look at everything. Yeah. So start with follow following what you like and then slowly and slowly diving deeper into that because these NFT things, you're not just reading tweets. People are posting yeah. pictures. They're posting videos adding value they're teaching other people mm-hmm. yeah and like it you can definitely along the lines of learning you can learn a lot from the people you're influenced by like for example the james clear his book atomic habits i really love that book and after following him i got more of a look into like his brain the way mm-hmm. he thinks more than just the book itself i kept continuously learning from him mm-hmm. whether he knows it or not <laughs> definitely another way you could use social media to benefit you is similar to finding the good average of the people you surround yourself with it's surrounding yourself slash following the people that you want to be like like mm-hmm. if i want to learn how to uh play volleyball better mm-hmm. follow all these volleyball people watch their technique their skills and then eventually i'm gonna pick up on those things mm-hmm. yeah it's uh what is it? Learning by watching. Or it's like that one phrase where it's like, show me once. Or the man, showing the man how to fish or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's a good quote. It's like, tell a, give a man a fish and he'll go hungry. No, Teach no. a man how to yeah. fish and he'll never go hungry in his life. Yeah. So like what Janelle said, if you want to be a millionaire, 
Go follow millionaires and see what they do, see what they post, see how they live their life. Of course, there's going to be uh, millionaires out there who may not align with what you think, but you go follow someone who is. Yeah, and like in a, I'll bring up the NFT stuff as an example again. When I first started following all these people, I was not understanding a single thing they were saying. <laughs> but with following literally so much people and just continuously reading what they're saying, I started to pick up on the language. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You're exposing yourself to it, learning more each day. Exactly. And then you're very guided in your use. All right, Twitter, NFTs. You know, Instagram, maybe it's cooking videos, volleyball, maybe some friends that motivate me, and then people doing badass things. (laughs) Right. So it's all about having a strategy for even using the app, opening the app. And it's definitely very deliberate. You want to be deliberate. You don't want to be like, I'll follow this person because they recommended it to me. There's a lot of intentions Mm -hmm. into going going into like who to follow when I'm using the the apps and Mm -hmm. just being mindful, I guess. Definitely. I think next, I do want to talk about a strategy here that is super important. Super, super important. And it is sometimes disregarded or looked over for young people Mm -hmm. and that is to understand that people slash companies slash pages right they have ulterior ulterior motives when using these apps yeah you got to think that nike is not just trying to motivate you they're also trying to get you to buy their stuff Mm, think about your favorite bodybuilder Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're posting motivational content. Yeah, they're posting uh, their workouts for the day. But there is always a catch. The, at the end of the day, they do maybe want to sell their clothing gear or their program. So go into that with a grain of salt. And I think that's a good strategy to have is to soak as much content as you have, as you can. But remember that there's a reason why they're posting it. Yeah, It's not always because they want to. That's a good point. Like, for uh-huh. example, we'll use that bodybuilder. Uh, say you're trying to be at a similar like weight or physique that he's at, but mm-hmm. he uses a certain pre-workout or something. That doesn't mean you have to use all the same products that he's using necessarily. Mm-hmm. Definitely. This has definitely become more, uh, I would say, widespread with the use of affiliate links. Yeah. The ability of someone to recommend a product to you digitally and they get a commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good definition. It's like, hey, I think you should buy this. You're like, you know what? I'm going to buy that. They get 10%. Yeah, or whatever. exactly what it is. So it is understanding that and not being too uh, quick to judge. Like, oh, my favorite bodybuilder is using this. I have to use that. Right. Or Roger Federer is only using the Nike tennis racket. I have to buy the Nike tennis racket. <laughs> it's like you don't really. You can go ahead and take all the knowledge, but you don't have to fall for the marketing ploys or even the whatever because at the end of the day social media is free free entertainment and also free education doesn't have to come with any purchase yeah definitely one of the last strategies that i think we have for using social media as a tool is to understand that you are unique and your social media does not have to look like your brothers your sisters your best friends uh, if you go on my Instagram feed and Janelle's Instagram feed mm-hmm. and Joe Schmo's Instagram feed, 
they should be extremely different. Even if we're interested in the same things, I feel like they should be pretty different. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it should be. I don't think everyone's social media should look exactly the same because we're not all exactly the same. So I think don't follow someone because someone else follows them. Don't follow this person because your friend told you to. If you want to and you think it can be a tool to make your life better, if you think following a brand, a person, a whatever can go ahead and give you value and make you a better you, then go ahead and do it. But don't do it because it's the trend or it's because someone else is going to like because FOMO fuck FOMO oh that's a good one do you know what I mean FOMO yeah like don't follow Chris Pratt because he's fucking famous follow him because maybe you like his story do you (laughs) know what I mean so that would be one last tool and I think that's a pretty good one let go of the FOMO yeah (laughs) I love that make your shit unique yeah I don't think there's any other strategies I could add to that if you really want to use social media to your advantage, you really have to understand how the algorithm works. Yeah. This is what makes social media addicting. Yeah. But also, it can be very useful. <laughs> yeah, it could go one of two ways. It could be absolutely like time-consuming and you're not getting any value of it out of it. Or it can be positive and useful. <laughs> mm-hmm. And ultimately, the algorithm, it just shows you more of what you choose to consume. Every single moment you're on social media, it is building a like a network of who the hell you are. You know, you spend two minutes on this, you click that, you click this. It's going to take all that into consideration. So it's very important to be deliberate, be intentional with what you choose to spend your time with. Uh, it could definitely go two ways. Influential educational content versus the content that just makes you consume more time it can be very unproductive which is the exact reason why i don't use tiktok because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it, it there's not too much educational content and more entertainment yeah i would say so similar to that like instagram definitely has a lot of entertainment but there is more i feel influential educational that could be absorbed from there does that make sense yeah that does make sense i think so the algorithm definitely like you said takes all those things into consideration it starts sending you more stuff that you pay the most attention to and like you said that could be a negative thing it could be a bad thing it could send me more videos of how to be better at volleyball or it could send me more videos of people twerking yeah yeah it really just depends on, on how you want to spend your time. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with using social media as an entertainment outlet. It's just a matter of controlling how much time you're using towards that. Because it could turn, 10 minutes could turn into three hours without you even knowing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, even if you choose to follow news, that's maybe a good reason to use social media. Is because you get the news fast, you get the news uh, as it's happening. But also be wary that there are different, like like I mentioned, ulterior motives with CNN versus ABC versus yeah. TMZ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They all have their own different thing. And the algorithm is going to reflect that accordingly. Definitely. But definitely you want to create a strong algorithm based on improving yourself, 
with slight, I believe, slight room for entertainment. What do you think should be like a good split? Educational, like I want to learn, and then entertainment. I think I got a percentage in my head, but what? what I don't your... think I have a percentage, but definitely like a time and a place of when to use Instagram for educational and entertainment. Like for example, mm, okay. I try not to use uh, Instagram or other social media platforms as entertainment until like the end of the day. Versus, oh. like, if I feel like learning something from a certain someone, then I'll go on their Instagram during the day while the work while I'm working or something like that. You know, that's actually pretty smart. Like a time and place for it instead of a percentage. I never thought of that. Really, I was thinking like, all right, sixty forty. Yeah, sixty percent. Like, all right, let me learn some shit. Let me learn. Let me like. Let me get some knowledge bestowed upon me, <laughs> and then forty percent. Let me get someone breaking someone's ankles and basketball right. or whatever but i do like what you said the time and a place yeah so i used to have i think i think iphone still does this i'm not sure but it has like you could set a time limit for how much you're spending in a social media platform mm-hmm. and so for example you could set it from one hour once mm-hmm. you use that one hour it won't let you click on that app anymore so i used to do that but then i would get frustrated because sometimes i do use it as an educational influential outlet i'm like i want to keep learning this stuff now i can't click on instagram <laughs> So I took that off, and now I just use it at a certain time and a place. It's discipline now. Yeah. Rather than uh, some app trying to control it. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, social media is definitely a tool that you can use. And it's all about accepting it as a part of your life and not letting it take over your life. Uh, We do have one more point I want to mention how to use social media as a tool before we get into some question. And that is, what is your strategy for social media with people we know? That, that's a good one. Like, I, do you follow them? Right. Why if yes? Why if no? Because, of course, Coca-Cola, there's no fucking reason for me to follow them. But my favorite workout brand, maybe. Right. Uh, you know, Joe Rogan. Like, maybe not. But maybe someone... Uh, that does entertain me but also provides news yeah but then when it comes to people we know people we work with people Mm -hmm. we see at volleyball or we see uh once a month like how do you decide right so before i started using social media as like a influential state i definitely followed like everybody i knew regardless of what type of shit they were posting yeah it felt rude if you didn't right like oh damn they're gonna hate me if i don't follow back but now the roles are completely switched like if someone from volleyball followed me i probably wouldn't follow back <laughs> just I think because it like yeah it depends for sure just because like i'm i'm my feed is really like stuff i'm into and want to focus on right now mm-hmm. there are still a lot of like family and friends i do follow but to be honest, most of their their post notifications are like on mute. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, do, I, don't, I do that too. Yeah, like I don't instead of unfollowing them, I just mute everything. That way, like I still follow them. If I really want to check up on them, I can go on their social yeah. media and see it. Uh-huh. But there are times I find myself like just laying in bed, unfollowing tons of people. Me too. Like out of nowhere, it's like okay, you're not providing value. I don't talk to you no more. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> I think it's uh, so. Here's my whole thing. So. Do I follow the people I know? Yeah. The reason why I would say yes is if they're doing badass things. Right. If they're doing things that make me want to get off the app or they're doing things that I see them challenging themselves. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, or even if 
like uh, there have what is it very influential like text in like a picture or whatever yeah if it's a selfie if it's them partying on their stories if it's them like uh, not really like maybe not really doing anything or even even the stuff people repost you can tell kind of like what's on their mind I would kind of That's follow true. Them. I unfollowed a lot of people I used to party with. Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to see this no more. Yeah, and before it's like, man, I don't want to unfollow them because they're going to unfollow me and I'm going to yeah. lose a follower. But now it's like, I really don't care. <laughs> so that kind of goes into like the why no is because we don't want that on our very curated Yeah, I don't want to see that stuff anymore. It's like, uh, I don't really need to see you twerking on a Tuesday. Or I don't need to see you cheersing your adios. Right, every day. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, it's cool, it's your birthday, we cheersing, that's cool, but... It's very much, I don't need a distraction in my distraction. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't feel bad anymore. I kind of don't give a shit. I don't give a shit either. <laughs> it's like someone will follow me. Am I cool? Let me look at their stuff. Nope, not looking for Right, me. Exactly. You, you can leave. I really don't care. Even if I'm like, if I do follow someone, I'm quick to unfollow too. Like, okay, mm. I realize I don't need to follow you. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, uh, man. I used to use social media, or I used to think of, like, Instagram specifically as, like, a status quo type of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, shoot, this this cool high school person's following me. I'm cool. I think we used to see it as, like, a communication device. Yeah. And now we see it as a resource. Definitely the MySpace days. Uh-huh. Whoever was in your top eight, like, that was a big deal. That shit is so weird. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we have a lot of tips here on how to use social media as a tool and not a distraction that it very, very often is nowadays. Anything before we move on to some questions? I don't think so. All right, so now that leads us into our question block. And we do have a few questions here, so I'll go ahead and ask the first one. And it's, do you track how much time you spend on your phone? I currently do not track how much time I spend on my phone. But what I do is I get weekly updates on the screen time. And oh. as I say this, I'm looking at it. Fully transparent. Let's go ahead and talk about it. So last week I spent eight hours. Week before, eight hours. Eight hours. Okay, let's say eight hours. Uh, you know, I got Instagram. Oh, shit. Instagram. 11 hours in one week. Uh, I got my video games. Uh, one thing that's interesting is I have limits. Two hours on YouTube, two hours on Instagram, and one hour on Reddit. So that's what I do, and for the most part, I stick to it. But if you look, Instagram, 11 hours. I, I play uh, this card game on my phone. So that's about, what, 15 hours? But I would say I spend about 8 to 10 hours, or let's say 9 to 11 hours on Instagram a week. So if we take, let's say, 10 divided by 7, that's about an hour and a half a day. Yeah. At the most, two hours a day. I thought it was 11 hours in one day. But it's a good split. I would say the screen, what is it? The screen limit definitely does help. Uh, Two hours, like I said, on Instagram. I try to go ahead and stick to that. And I think I do a good job. So you have those screen limits of like when it locks you out after using it mm-hmm. for a certain time? Mm-hmm. Dang, okay. Mine doesn't... So I've been working a lot, so maybe that's why mine is kind of low. But this week is 3 hours and 47 minutes, 5 hours, 5 hours. It's not a lot. Yeah, but you're out and about. I work from home, so I'll that's take little true. breaks here. 
I do use my laptop a lot though instead oh, of do? my phone. Yeah, so I'm on social media on my laptop as well. Mm. Mostly on Instagram, Discord, now Twitter a lot. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think the big reason for my screen time is uh, I do play games on my phone. Not Makes anything sense. crazy, but like a card game that I like. Yeah. Nice. Okay, what else we got here? We have, do you check your phone as soon as you wake up or before you go to bed or both of those? Like, what's your phone routine, waking up and then before bed? Yeah, I try not to look at my phone as soon as I wake up. Or at least if I do, it's just looking at the time and Mm -hmm. checking messages real quick. But I don't like to open social media as soon as I wake up. I don't like to start my day like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before bed, I use it before bed. That's my entertainment scrolling time until I fall asleep. <laughs> do you have your phone by your bed? I do. You do? It's actually like under, right under my pillow when I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, you and me are swapped. So when I wake up, I am on my phone a good amount. Because mm-hmm. uh, I wake up and in 30 minutes I'm out the door. So from that point, you know, I turn off my alarm and maybe I'll play some music. Right. Well, just because I sleep around... 8 p.m. So I get a lot of messages after that because people are still oh, up. Yeah, so true. I got to respond to them, see if I if, see if they can wait, or if I need to get to them. But for the most part, I do use my phone. Uh, not well, it's not like I wake up and then I just look at my phone because my phone is it actually in my bathroom. Yeah. So I got to walk a little bit. Uh, so yeah, my phone. I do have it the first 30 minutes that I wake up. Maybe like 15 minutes. That's when I start touching my phone. And then before bed, what I do is I like to shower before sleep. Uh, and then right after I'm done showering, that's usually when I leave my phone in the bathroom. Yeah. And then I take, what, 30 minutes to knock out. So playing games on my Switch or watching some TV or uh, just straight to bed, but no phone after I'm like done showering. That. Yeah. And then I make it hard. If, if I need to do something, I have to get up, walk to the bathroom. And then look at my phone, then walk all the way back. I'm curious, why did you start doing that? Is it because you find yourself like scrolling too much before bed and like time accumulated? A little bit. It's like, all right, let me just go on Instagram before bed. Yeah. It's too late. Let me True. go on YouTube. It's too late. Let me just do something. It's too late already. So yeah. the moment I put it down in the bathroom, I do this thing on my phone. It's uh, sleep. That bedtime thing? Mm-hmm. I have that on my phone too. <laughs> so at... 8.15 and 10.15 and 11, no, no. Right? Yeah. So around 8.15 and then 10 o'clock, my phone turns off and then I wake up. Uh, but I have a schedule. So what is that? The notifications will silent. And it, I think it automatically puts it on do not disturb, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it does for my phone too. So that's yeah. what happens. Uh, and then my phone's already in my bathroom face down. Even if I do get something, I'm not going to hear it. Yeah. What's crazy, my girlfriend, I hate to put her on the spot, but she literally checks social media as soon as she wakes up. Oh, no. I'm like, what the fuck? I cannot. She's crazy. It's like she feels like she's missing out on shit or something. Like, it's literally the first thing she does. Don't before, worry, bro. Sometimes before even saying good morning to me, I'm like, what the fuck? While, she, while you're sleeping, everyone else was sleeping. You didn't miss nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's crazy. But it's what she likes to do, so let her do her. Let her do her thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, Janelle, last question, and then we'll close it up. Favorite, what is your favorite social media platform, if you have one? I have two. 
Okay. I have Reddit and Instagram. No, actually, sorry. Reddit, does YouTube count? Yeah, YouTube counts. YouTube and Reddit. Those are my favorites, but I definitely spend more time on Instagram. But Reddit and YouTube are my favorite. I think my favorite is definitely YouTube. And now it's becoming Twitter. Really? (laughs) It wasn't before, but now that I'm in the space again, it's becoming Twitter. Reddit's fucking awesome. Yeah, I use Reddit, but not not as often. I like Reddit. Okay, that's our question block. Uh, A good productivity episode, I think. Actually, it was a good productivity episode (laughs) on how we use social media as a tool and not a distraction. So for the lesson of the week, I think I got one here, Janelle. All right, go for it. The lesson of the week for you beautiful listeners out there is you're going to spend a lot of time on social media. It's inevitable. Ever since it became a part of our lives, it has really taken over a good amount of the time we spend uh, in our daily lives, you know? Whether that's an hour a day to five hours a day, you're going to be staring at your phone, staring at social media. My advice for you would be, if you're going to spend an hour to five hours a day on social media, you might as well get the most out of it you can to make you a better you. Use it as a tool to help you get to where you want to be, to help you become a better cook, a better volleyball player, a better lifter, help you get motivation. Don't use it to check up on the people you don't really, you know, talk to every day. Don't use it to distract yourself from priorities and really be intentional and deliberate with your time using social media. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, please make sure to listen to others. And of course, give us a follow on at playing the hand you're dealt. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and any other podcast platform, as well as on Instagram. If you follow us on those platforms, you can expect a new episode weekly with an inspirational quote to follow on our Instagram. And if you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone else who you think may get value out of it. If you have any feedback or would like to leave a review, we'd greatly appreciate it as we're always trying to grow and get better. Besides that, have a great fucking day and we'll see you next week.